Finally, we have some student interviews. They're going to tell you about their favorite substitute teachers and... Well, I'll just let you listen for the rest. It is October 20th, 2019, and this is episode 18 of Substitute Teacher's Lounge. All right, so glad you're with us here today. I'm excited about today. Let me just recap real quick if you need to contact us about today's episode or about anything. My email address is gregcollinssubstitute at gmail.com. You can reach us on Twitter at at subteachlounge. And our Facebook page is continuing to grow. You, that is also called Substitute Teachers Lounge. Let me also mention that all student interviews that we have on this show is with the written permission of their parents or guardian. All right, listeners, I'm very excited today to finally get to some of our student interviews. Uh, there's going to be three. They're all going to be unique in their own way. But today I am with Jonathan, Camden, and Lily. How you doing, guys? Doing good. Doing great. Uh, Good deal. I have taught all three of these students. Jonathan is a senior. Camden is a sophomore, and Lily is in seventh grade. And as far as I can remember, the one of the reasons I wanted to interview them is it's the only family that I've taught all three members of the family, two brothers and a sister. But I'm going to pump them up a little bit before we get started. You've heard me talk about the the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and how one of the bands uh, from our area are going to be in that. Uh, Jonathan and Camden will be performing in that. Guys, are there any other schools from Kentucky in that that you know of? Uh, not from Kentucky this year. All right. So once you see the band from Kentucky, you know that includes two of my students. So they're going to be TV celebrities here soon. And I also <laughs> mentioned Lily is kind of a junior entrepreneur. She's got an earring business. I might let her talk about that a little bit. What's it called, Lily? Laney's Lovelies. Laney's Lovelies. I know they have a Facebook page. Laney is her cousin that she's in business with. So I encourage you to go look at it. It's, it's actually pretty awesome. They do videos from time to time, and I always enjoy watching those. Guys, you know this is a substitute teacher's podcast, and I know that they're looking forward to some of the questions I'm getting ready to ask you because the most listened episode that I've ever done was week nine. That's eight weeks ago, and it was called Ever Wonder What Students Tell Teachers About Their Subs. So I know the listeners are very excited to hear what you have, you guys have to say. But let's just start out with an easy one. What makes your favorite substitute teachers your favorite substitute teachers? Right. I'm going to go ahead and answer this one. Um, okay. I like the substitute teachers that are um, – they have just – they work well with kids. They like to talk and interact with the kids, but they also don't like to baby the kids, if you know what okay. I mean. Like they give them the work and whenever the kids, if they get done with the work, that's when they interact. And it's just you know, a more people person kind of, if that makes sense. I think that makes total sense. Let me ask you this. Is there ever a time you guys know enough about me that you know that I like to have fun in class as well as just coming in and going through a bunch of worksheets. Can I, am I still able to teach you guys 
even when we're having fun in class? I'll take this one. Um, <laughs> of course, you can have you can teach people while they're having fun. I personally think that the best time that I'm learning is when I'm having fun with someone. And I think that students will remember the lesson and just grow from it more than just a regular teaching setting. I totally agree. You know, there's, there's a, I read some teaching things on the side and there, there's a movement to try to get away from textbooks, believe it or not, and try to add more fun, more fun to, uh, to the classroom. Have you ever had substitute teachers make you feel disrespected and why was that? And of course, don't mention any names here. <laughs> uh, I can only think of one time and it was back in uh, eighth grade for me, but I don't even remember the guy's name. So, but all I know is that he gave us the work and then he just, there was something we were supposed to read from a textbook and we were going around the room reading and someone read something, but it was, you know, an old textbook. So it had been uh, tattered and someone, people had written uh, some things in it and um, they crossed over the words and like the girl showed the sub what was written in it and he was trying to blame her on it and say oh you just wrote this and all that kind of stuff and everyone just was no one liked that sub just because <laughs> of how he handled that situation i understand what do you all think about subs that come in and i don't i want i don't want to call it yelling but start raising their voice immediately. I'll tell you where I'm going with this. It's been my experience, even when I've collaborated with another teacher, that it seems like the teachers that come in and yell the most are the ones that the students yell back at the most. And the ones that are more soft-spoken or, you know, you know, like a more participatory type student, they're the ones that the students seem to participate more with. What's your all's experience? I think when, like, a sub or a teacher yells at you, it makes the kids feel like they, the teacher doesn't really care about them. So they don't really care about the class and then they end up like not doing well in the class. And that's because like the teacher starts yelling at them and stuff. I agree with you. Uh, you know, just in life in general is like that. Was one of you, uh, one of the other saying something? Okay, something. I just kind of feel like the teacher who yells the most makes the students feel like they're disrespected and treating, treated like a child. And all students never really want to be treated like child Absolutely. children. And uh, especially the high school students, they're the ones saying like, oh, we're the adults now. We're able to make more decisions. And if you make them feel like children, they just really won't care as much. I totally agree with that. You know, one thing that I try to do, especially the high school classes, I'll even go in and say that I know you, a lot of you guys, if not already, are going to be smarter than me someday, and I'm all right with that. You know, we're all in here to, uh, to teach each other and go from there. Some of the students that I have had, we've gotten close enough that they have come up to me and shared personal stories with me. Now, I don't give them any in-depth advice because obviously that's their parents' job to do that. But you all think it's okay? Is it okay for the teacher, for the students to feel close enough to a teacher that they share personal stories? I, I think that's like the, uh, the greatest thing a student can do because that shows complete trust in the teacher. And it's also just a testament to that teacher's ability 
to bond with the kids because if the kid has something going on in their life and they don't trust anyone to tell, then that can just build up inside them and tear, tear them down emotionally or even physically. And so the ability to have someone come to you and talk to, talk to you about their problems is just, I think that's a great thing. Jonathan, I think that's a great answer. Let me ask you this, and we've kind of hit on it a little bit. What makes your least favorite sub your least favorite sub? Is it basically the ones that just come in and, and yell at you? Um, my least favorite kind of sub is one that either yells at you or treats you like you're less than them or one that really just doesn't seem like they care and is just on their phone the entire time acting like they yes. don't want to be here. Right. And it I, really just demeans the kids. Yeah. I think that sums it up for the three of us because I was about to say the exact same thing. Okay. That sounds great. Let me ask you this because I think this is the question that most of our listeners want you guys to answer. Do you ever talk to your regular teachers about your substitute teachers and what type of conversations do you have? Oh, in my experience, I um, – Usually uh, kids that I've seen will, um, if they had a problem with the sub, that's what they'll mention first. Right. But there's also, you know, there's also the subs that kids really like. And they'll also go up to the teacher and be like, hey, we really like this guy. Can you make this, can you make him or her a regular in here when you're out? And so I think it goes both ways. It's just easier, I think, for the students to complain than it is for them to appreciate someone. Yeah, well, that's, that's from people, what I've seen. Yeah, I think that's people in general, too. Yeah. Uh, Camden, uh, Lily, do you have anything to add to that? Um, my Latin teacher, after we get a sub, actually like blocks off 10 minutes of our hour class to talk about nice. the sub. And it really just makes us think about what the sub did. And if the sub was really good, we would talk about that a lot. And we usually don't get bad subs in our class. So there's a lot of good subs that we get. Good. Lily, you want to say anything, or is it pretty much the same? Um, like, in class, as soon as, like, our normal teacher walks in, if a kid had a problem with the sub, they immediately, like, yell it out to the teacher, saying, we didn't like that sub, or, like, <laughs> if they do like the sub, they like it. So, like, after when, when you, like, when our teacher came back after you, they all said that we want him back. Oh, Lily, you are just too nice. You know, I try to walk around and get involved with the students. I, I can't hardly sit still when I'm substitute teaching. And I know the thoughts that you just shared with, with all the listeners, uh, they're going to take that to heart and try to improve the way that all of us act as substitute teachers. I'll let all three of you fill in the blank to this question. I wish substitute teachers were more what? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. All right. I wish um, substitute teachers were, from my experience, I'm going to say more interactive. Because, okay. I mean, I've had, you are very interactive, but you know I don't get you all the time. And so right. most of my experience just deals with the sub handing out work and like Camden said, just sitting on their phone and telling the kids to email the teacher if they have a question because they're not specialized in that area. Right, right. Um, from my personal point of view, I think substitute teachers should be more kind of like thoughtful towards the kids. Right. Because a lot of the substitute teachers I get just say, here's your work. 
do it. And if you have any questions, I'll write it down for the teacher. And they really don't get to know the kids. And that's really what makes a substitute, substitute teacher good or bad. Right. In my opinion, the ones that actually care for the kids and act like they really do care for them, even if they had a bad day. And it just shows a testament to like their, like their attitude, even in bad or good days. Um, I wish substitutes like more helpful because um, I had one that like she said, here, I'll read this for you. She didn't even really read it for us. She made us read it. And then the sub said, this is homework if you don't finish it. And then we went home and we had to do it because we didn't have time in class because they talked a lot. And then we came back and our teacher said it wasn't homework. The sub just gave you homework because you didn't finish it. Oh, no. That's, that's three great answers there. Uh, let's talk about regular teachers for a while. And, and please remember, don't mention any names, but what makes your regular teachers, your favorite regular teachers, your favorites? I think my favorite regular teachers are ones that I uh, trust and I'm around them a lot more like with just because I'm in band is a great because I'm around the same people all the time, including the director. And right. so I really trust him and I can talk to him about anything. But I also really trust um, my physics teacher and my science Olympiad coaches because you know, I'm just also around them and they're easy to talk to and they'll listen to your problems and they also like to have fun. So that's good. That's it's, a, good. it's a good balance between everything. Um, I like teachers that like are really funny and like give you nicknames like on the <laughs> spot because like that shows that they know your name and like they care about you. And I also like teachers that um, kind of like, do stories like tell you stories about their past and stuff like teachers that like have like crazy backstories like I like when they tell those stories because they're really crazy right like, they take time out of like the last five minutes it's my last period where like he tells us a lot of funny stories so like we can just go home with a funny story in our head right right I really can't think of anything more to add like a funny and easy to talk to teachers, like what I really look for in a good teacher. That sounds good. I like all those answers. Let's finish with these two questions. What's the, what do you think is the best way for teachers and subs to discipline students? I'd like to hear this from a student's perspective. Hey, that I, don't question. Mean, I, I mean, just to get them to be quieter or if, you know, something along those lines, nothing severe. Okay. Um, well, I think it, you know, as everything in life, it depends on the situation at hand. If it's just a couple kids uh, being a little rowdy, I think that's when uh, the substitute could pull them up to the front and give them a little talk. They're like, hey, um, you're distracting the class. Can you please be quiet? And then most of the time, the students will be like, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, and stuff like that. But uh, if it becomes to where the entire class is getting rowdy, I think that's when the substitute needs to go get another like well-respected teacher. Because if you just pull another teacher from the next class over, then it's going to look like the substitute is just giving up. But if you pull one that, um, I mean, there's a well-respected on every floor and 
they um and so if you pull that teacher then the kids are going to be like oh okay we understand and then gotcha. i think that's just the best way for a sub to handle discipline in my opinion um i really think the best way for a sub to handle discipline is it takes about one or two teachings with the sub for the kids to really get how they discipline true and um if the sub's like really nice and quiet on the first day, the kids are going to be quiet the next time they come and respect them and have fun. This is one that raises their voice and means the kids in some way. The kids really aren't going to be that quiet for them. So I think the best way for them to discipline is to show that they care the first time. And then over time, the kids will understand and respect the teacher. Good, good. Lily, what do you think at the middle school level? Um, I think like teachers or subs don't need to call the student down once, but like if the students at the back of the room, like the teachers in the front, they don't need wrong. But if it's like a whole class, but just one student, like you should bring it up to your desk instead of like yelling at it across the room. Okay, sounds good. Let's flip it around a little bit. What's the best way for teachers and subs to reward students? Is it is it chocolate in every case? <laughs> uh, definitely not. But I think, yeah, I think that um, in order to be awarded, you have to do something good, obviously. But it's just, uh, I think for substitute that. Um, they just, I think a good old compliment or a, a metaphorical pat on the back is just as strong as you can get. Because if you're the sub that comes in with chocolate, that's all the kids are going to expect. That's the only reason. Hey, that's a good point. Good, good point. It's because they want the candy. Right. But if, you, but if you just say, hey, you're doing really good. I really appreciate how you acted today. Thank you for doing this or that, then I think that means more to the kids on a deeper level. And they just like, they may not realize it immediately, but like throughout the day, you just, you know, you brighten their day just a little bit. And that always gotcha. helps. Gotcha. Yeah. I also think that like a verbal, I think like a verbal slash mental reward is better in most cases than a physical reward because kids and especially high schoolers are all about the physical rewards in life. And they really haven't come to appreciate like the mental and verbal rewards and how that really affects them more deeply. Um, I don't think it needs to be chocolate or anything like that because if like they grow up getting chocolate for doing something good, then they'll expect it in a job or anything else. So when they don't get it in a job, they'll be like really sad or something. Boy, guys, you are certainly intelligent beyond your ears, I will tell you. So I, I loved all those answers. Anything else you want to share with uh, us before we get out of here? Um, okay. <laughs> no, sir. Put you on the spot. Yeah. I, think I won't force you to. I just want to say that, like, you're probably one of the best subs that I've ever had just because well, of how, I appreciate well you that. how well you interact with the kids and – you know, you're just more open to talking about anything and it's you're you're obviously very trustworthy and i think that's what the kids see in you and i, I think that's Thank what you. the substitutes need to put on is if because if you can be trustworthy 
then the kids are going to respect you and then you will have a better class. But that's just, that's Thank my Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, guys, it has been certainly a pleasure. I know Camden and Jonathan, you've got to get back to uh, marching band practice this week, but I hope everybody that's listening has a chance to see you guys on, on Thanksgiving Day. I've really enjoyed this, and I want you all to have the greatest uh, week off, and hopefully I will get to see you in the classroom soon. So we'll see you later. Okay, see ya. See ya. Bye. All right. Man, finally, student interviews. I'm so glad we did this. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I got a lot of ideas for them from them. Uh, it's great to learn what students actually feel about their substitute teachers, so I hope you take that to heart. Lily will always have a special place in my heart because my very first substitute day ever, November of last year, it was her class. That particular school, you uh, write your name on a sticker and put it on your shirt, and I have kept that sticker to this day as my first day of substitute. That's what got me started. I didn't know how well I did because it was my first time. There was part of me that thought, you know, did I do well? Maybe they won't like to have have me back so I'm glad it worked out well I love those students and I hope they love me and it was a great now I interviewed uh, Lily and Camden and Jonathan today because I wanted kind of a regular interview all students are regular of course but as opposed to this I have two more student interviews set up one of them, I have a student in the long-term subclass I taught last year. I think she is trying to assemble some other students with her, and I want to talk to them as well. We won't be asking all the exact same questions. It will be more along the lines of what substitutes need to be when they're teaching long term when you know you're going to be with the students every day for a while in my case it was nine weeks and I I enjoyed most every minute of it I say most because sometimes I felt like I really had to study hard to be able to teach them and I had to look for resources because it was even though I'm I'm pretty good at math it was some things that I hadn't looked at for a while so that will be the second interview the last interview I'll have with students at least for a while is one in which not only did I teach the students, but I also interacted with them quite often as volleyball players. They are students from the volleyball team, so they know me as both a referee and as a substitute teacher. So we'll get all those interviews started, and we've talked about some others that we'll uh, get going to. I read this on a wall of a classroom I substitute in last week. There was different types of things like this on their wall and I'll share some of them later too but let's just call it the pun of the week I was struggling to figure out how lightning works but then it struck me so you can take that for what you want I thought it was rather comical and I wanted to share it with you I shared with on the Facebook page several days ago so don't forget to join that substitute teachers lounge Facebook page and this has been episode 18 of the Substitute Teacher's Lounge. Music provided by Ben Sound. <laughs>